Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Yeah. Future Bachelor. We rocking out today. Hey. It's the pie. We got music, we doing it, we live, let's go, I said. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Woo! Give you one more night, one more night to get this. We've had a million, million nights just like this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Mama, please don't worry about me. Future Bachelor, my name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. <laughs> this episode, we are covering Baby of London Tipton and Kevin McAllister, Peaches on Sebastian Stan, and how the Peach State might be losing more movies. Yeah, and this is episode 159. <laughs> Woo! Saved ourselves this week by making that song this week, Envy. What do you think wow, about our look opening? At you. Yeah. I mean, I we do have an opening song. If you guys want to check it out on the Future Bachelor podcast playlist on Spotify, I added our, our opening song. It's actually Helena by uh, My Chemical Romance. It's a classic. Great, one. Great song. Yes. Um, but, you know, because of this copyright stuff we're, we've dealt with, um, you know, we're just going to be playing our own music or no music so the show can go on, you know. Um, but I made that this weekend. Um, it's the cover of Tiesto's The Business. Uh, there was a part two made by Ty Dollar Sign. Um, and uh, yeah, I just was trying to make like a live loop and recorded that. And um, I thought it was fly enough to start the show. So what'd you think? You like it? Vibes? It was cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I like that song. So hell yeah. Um, well, um, that was one of the things I did this weekend. But what'd you do this weekend? V, how are you? What's going on? I'm good, you know. I had a decently productive day today. I went and recycled some glass, feeling good about how I'm doing for the earth. <laughs> weird flex, um, weird flex. You know, everybody, you know, check on your recycling laws and things like that or what's taken at your places because Atlanta is notoriously awful about it in most of their apartment condo complexes. But anyways, um, I had a wine night at my friend Amy's this past week. And then, you know, we did a squad night on Saturday night where we had some Mexican food and then we went to uh, went to Inman Park. And then the next day I had brunch with my friend Katie Yeager. Um, and then I went to yoga later that day with our pal Rachel. Oh, so, yeah. you know, pretty, pretty full, full weekend of sorts, yeah, you know? Yeah, for sure. I did the same. Um, ended up going to the battery on Friday night with um, a few of the squad. Another late night. Then the next day turned into like mimosas and breakfast and then just kind of coasted into that, making that song and then we had the squad night. So, and then on Sunday, actually, I submitted my first audition. Um, so, um, I'm going to give myself a little air horn. Yeah. You know, not like, not, was it with a specific, like, explain that process to those who, us well, lay people? Well, I'm just getting into it. So, I've been taking classes since the top of January, and I'm going to continue to do so probably moving forward, just like to keep me, you know, going. But the next step is like, well, the next step was getting the headshots. I got that. And then the next step, like if you guys listen to um, what was it, episode 157 with um, my friend from. Uh, yeah, with David Payton with uh, WandaVision. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, essentially, I 
I, you know, took a lot from that episode of his advice. I signed up for Actors Access, and that's like a main place where you can, you know, get auditions and sign up and 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 see roles and see what works for you and stuff. So this one specifically, um, it's my my teacher, his company, um, you know, listed a a, a like a very minor role. Like it starts off with very minor roles, like just well, like obviously, yeah, random guy on street or something like that, but. You get enough of those, you add those to your resume and stuff, and then you start getting better and a little better. And, and so, you know, it's out there. Did my first, like, official audition, submitted it, and um, we'll see, um, you know, how the process goes. I'm going to just continue to submit um, for everything I can. And that was cool because I did it with Andy. Andy's, like, a great partner to have here because, uh, you know, I went to his place, filmed it, you know, was able to read with him off camera and stuff like that. So um, it was dope. You know, um, that's we'll see, awesome. We'll see where it goes. So just keep myself uh, accountable with this acting stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, no, well, I'm interested to hear more about this acting journey. Hell so. yeah. Um, this is the place where I'll tell it for sure. But V, what are you watching? <laughs> um, I, you know, I've been, I thought I hadn't watched anything new ish this past week. Cause I've just been like, keep binging the show the bull type on hulu but i forgot that i kind of like went into a baby binge of uh summer house so i've always like i've watched bits and pieces of summer house on bravo and like i you know am a late bloomer to the bravo the bravo liberty the bravo world but i always have known who hannah burner is from other podcasts and from like following different comedians Mm -hmm. um but so i always knew who she was via like being on that show so then i've been watching the most recent um season a little bit bits and pieces so i've gone back and started watching it from the beginning and i'm gonna like probably go back and watch the entire summer house it's only like four seasons right now yeah i I actually did a little research i wikipedia that show like within the last month um i wikipedia a lot of things but um essentially you know that show is a spinoff of vanderpump rules like a spinoff how well there was an episode called summer house of vanderpump rules i I forgot what season it was but they go to i think the hamptons or something like that it's like new york or something and um they go to the Hamptons and they visit this crew at their summer house and stuff. And like legit half the episode ends up turning into like the first episode of summer house. So like they end up like Stassi and them leave and, and then just the rest of the crew are there. And then that's where the show takes off from. So it's like, they did this weird crossover to like summer house through Vanderpump rules to, you know, um, jump off of that platform and stuff so I, interesting I, i'm a huge fan of, of vanderpump rules not that i remember that being like oh i now need to watch summer house but i just you know if you're a fan of vanderpump then that's probably i next. like summer house and i guess they have like a lot of connections with like the southern charm people mm. like they seem to hang out with the southern charm people a lot so um I don't know, but yeah, it's interesting because usually, so this this current season that's on right now was during, you know, this past, last summer, like, height of COVID. So, you know, they had to all quarantine to get there and they had all either been, like, living at home or whatever, and then they have to stay in the house the entire time. Usually on the rest of Summer House, like, because it's in the Hamptons, they commute back to, like, they go there for, like, the weekends and then they commute back to the city where they all work and stuff mm-hmm. in New York. Um, and so it's definitely been tensions are high. So, um, <laughs> um, I heard that they were also supposed to do a winter house. Yes, they are. Yep. So, um, well, I guess uh, we'll have to watch that too. Yeah. You know, when the, when the time is right, but, um, I've been watching a lot of the same shit that I usually watch. Um, yeah. but it's just a lot of good stuff on right now. You know, this is us like had a new episode drop. This is just a great show. If you guys are not watching it, the way they just able to piece like the show together over time and just how everything connects. is just so dope to me. Um, also, uh, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier is getting really interesting. You know, spoiler alert, they got like an evil Captain America, like kind of like brewing on it and shit. And it has nothing to do with like the original Steve Rogers Captain America. So um, it's very it's a very interesting plot on the show. Check it out. And then, of course, I've been watching the challenge. Now there's two different challenges a week I can watch. And those ones, I love the challenge. You know me. I love the challenge. It's a great show, but they got the OG one. And that one is actually really good. So check it out, guys. Paramount Plus is kind of killing it. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what we've been watching. But I guess why don't we get into some quick hits? Whoa! What do we got, B? 
Well, um, sad news to start us with first is that Damn, after, dude, you like, know, every time I do like the hypest of my quick hits, like it always starts with like this. Well, I mean, you can read, <laughs> you have the outline in front of you. I'm so just trying to keep the show whose going. Whose fault is that? I, not I, mine. I, I know. Not mine. Come on. Whatever. All right. Well, what, what do we got? Anyways, as we were saying, as I was saying, mm-hmm. um, we had, you know, had DMX in our thoughts last week after learning that he had been, you know, in the coma and everything like that. Um, and he sadly passed away um, this past weekend Aww. at the age of 50. I know, very sad. Definitely listened to a lot of his music this past weekend. Um because that's what he would have wanted. Uh, and then there was some rumors, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, different scams and fake things out there of, like, funds for his memorial or, like, that the, his masters were already bought and his family came out to, like, be like, none of this is true. So don't be giving money to any of this stuff because it ain't us. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, DMX but, passing is definitely a huge, you know, loss for the world of hip-hop, you know. Um, this is one of the people that, you know, was prolific in my growing up as far as like you know my introduction to rap music you know growing up i wasn't allowed to listen a lot of stuff but like you know as you get a little older the songs are on the radio you just like you start burning cds and dmx just had Mm -hmm. so many good songs and also during my time he started becoming a pretty good like actor in movies and stuff like i remember he had ones with like I think like Jet Li, he had ones with like Steven Seagal, like, uh, I don't know, man, like he's just all around talented. I've seen movies where he's in with like Chris Rock and, you know, so as much trouble past as this guy has had, like he's, he's actually been, been able to do amazing amount of things while having, you know, to deal with, um, you know, depression and drugs and, and all and everything else that he was dealing with. So rest in peace to DMX. Um, what else we got? Um, weirdly enough, on the same day that DMX passed, uh, Prince Philip passed away at 99 and that was just ready for all the memes because there was already plenty of memes of him, especially surrounding when the Oprah interview with, uh, Megan and Harry happened because he was sort of floated as potentially the one that asked, you know, like how dark is their baby skin going to be? So, Definitely. I mean, he was 99. So there was a lot of complaints to BBC because they had switched over their coverage. Like on the day of his death, they switched it over to 24 hour, like wall to wall coverage of him and like docuseries and whatever on him. And people were like, bro, really? So, um, I mean, rest in peace to him and the Royal family. But uh, definitely there is some, you know, you know, what's some- so crazy just to see those ages next to each other like DMX 50 and 99. 50. Yeah. Prince Philip lived a whole nother DMX's life after like after yep. he turned 50. Like that's insane. insane. Yeah. Um, well, what else we got? Well, Will Smith is the first one to pull a movie out of filming here in Georgia over the um pretty you know suppressive voting law that is that was signed by governor ryan kemp um and it's because the the thrill the movie was going to be called uh well it's still being called this but it's called emancipation it's a thriller about a runaway slave (laughs) so um will smith pretty much was like yo the new georgia law is reminiscent of voting impediments that were passed at the end of reconstruction aka the time like after the slaves were freed um, to pre- prevent many Americans from voting, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, he's like the first movie to pull out. I don't know what that's going to look like for other things, especially because like, obviously a lot of filming happens here because the tax breaks are so great. Um, but you know, a lot of major corporations have made a stand and different things like that. So I don't know if this is going to turn into like a boycott situation or what that's going to look like for Georgia moving forward. If these big industries are going to keep, you know, pulling stuff away. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I really, I, I mean, I don't get into too much politics. Um, you know, I, I really don't. They got me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, when it comes to like, uh, these movies being made here and stuff, like it, 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 it sucks that, I, but that's the power, you know, someone like Will Smith has, you know, if Brian Kemp wants to flex power on, on Georgia, like Will Smith can flex too. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, good for him. What else we got here? Yeah, so um, 
the in strange news, mm-hmm. strange news that I didn't even realize that this couple was together. But I don't think they anyone are. did. That's what everyone was saying. They're like, what? Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song welcomed their first child, um, a son that they named Dakota and then Song Culkin, um, who is named after Macaulay's late sister, Dakota. Um, But I guess they've been together since like 2017. I have no idea. Like, what a pairing. I had like. Yeah, I think they just kept it. I mean, Macaulay Culkin has always been a pretty low key person. And Brenda Song, like, you know, the last time I saw her was in that bad movie on Netflix. So um, do you remember that one? Uh, oh, she was in some – I feel like I've seen more memes and stuff of it than, like, I don't know if I've actually seen the movie itself, yeah, to be honest. No, um, but, you know, she's – I mean, she's a beautiful girl, um, very talented, another Disney Channel actress. Um, you know? Yep. So, um, but, yeah, that's very surprising. You know, Molly, Macaulay Culkin is, like, one of those, like, me growing up like seeing him you know and everything it's just it's really cool to see that he's actually happy you know with someone like uh like her too so congratulations to them um yes i mean i think i heard him talking about it a little bit like he was like seeing someone when he was on the joe rogan podcast so um you know they they, it's not like they were hiding it more than just like not putting it out there I know. Well, I always feel like Macaulay Culkin's been more in the news than even like Brenda Song recently, especially like he was in the news like when the whole documentary like uh, about Michael Jackson and stuff like that came out. So, um, yeah, I mean, he was in the black and white video for for the Michael Jackson music video. Um, what's it called? Uh, you know, I think I heard Macaulay Culkin was actually going to be in the new season of American Horror Story. So this, I think he might be. Yeah, I don't so, know. So this might be really, you know, good, you know, news to kind of start to get Macaulay Culkin back in the spotlight. Um, you know, very talented. I think smart kid. Uh, it's really hard um, to be a child actor. Like you're saying smart kid. He's like 40. <laughs> well, I'm just saying like a, like to be like a child actor and to like yeah. get through it, you know, um, both of them are, you know, so that's probably yeah. where they, you know, could relate to each other. Um, so good for I'm them. sure. I'm that's, sure. It's awesome. What else we got? Well, something that made me really happy this week mm. was this, this pick that Sebastian Stan, sh- Sebastian Stan. You see, why are you getting all, why are you getting all like flustered? <laughs> getting a little, getting a little tripped up. <laughs> uh, cause I'm a Sebastian Stan Stan. Um, anywho, he b- posted a picture this past Monday about a movie called Monday that I guess comes out this Friday, but in the, <laughs> in the someone really in the, dropped the ball with that one. <laughs> in his picture, <laughs> in the picture, it just shows him like standing on a street, holding his arms out like with his jacket, but he's butt naked. So you see his like perfectly plump little booty, and I wasn't mad about it. So <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah, no, that's not in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, so. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but the the movie, I guess, is supposed to be a raunchy yet emotional film. So seems on brand to have, you know, a little booty booty promo um, out there in the internet. Yeah, but. I mean, Sebastian Stan is a very talented um, actor. Um, I, think, mm-hmm. I think because of, you know, the Falcon and Winter Soldier and the you know popularity of his character he's now able to branch out and do a lot more things so i'm like happy he's you know spreading his wings outside of the mcu um i would well, yeah, say no pun he's intended, had a lot of cool roles before this and like he was in gossip girl and stuff too mm. <laughs> back in the day wow. but uh yeah so i think you know he's definitely able to capitalize on his popularity right yeah, now i think he's just become like one of those blockbuster names like he's becoming that if not like already so um yeah any other quick hits yeah, so Justin Bieber is the cover star for May issue of GQ, and he, you know, opens up a lot about how, like, he found God, blah, 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 but he opens up a lot about how that first year of marriage was really tough between him and Haley because he, you know, had a lot of, like, trauma from his past that he was working through, and there's a lot of trust issues, which I understand. She was like 21. He was like 24, I think, when they got married. I don't know, like about that age. And so like super young and he's already like been through it. Like he pretty much, you know, went through every, made every misstep 
that a child like star could make um and then was able to come back and get married to Haley baldwin and you know have a good life together. And he said he was really called to being married. He's like, you know, a lot of people didn't understand why someone like me, someone as young as me, blah, 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 like felt the need to get married to this girl. But like, that's what I feel called to do. And like, you know, they're not in the, they're not ready to have babies just yet, but that is, that is up next for them. Well, I mean, they're young. They should enjoy being a young married couple for a little while. You know, they got some, I agree. Um, well, V, what made you go? Yikes this week. Anything? (laughs) Yes. So when this originally got posted on the internet by a stripper at uh, the Sapphire Club in Vegas, there was these pictures of these usher bucks. They're dollars, like, you know, 120 single dollar that all had usher's face on them instead of like a president. Mm -hmm. And she the stripper had posed the question of like, you know, ladies, what would you do after like a long night, like blah, blah, blah. Like if you dance all night for Usher and he threw these, like this money doesn't have any trade in value, like blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, that blew up the internet with everyone being like, wow, Usher, you can't even like throw real money at like these strippers, you're Usher for God's sake. But it was all, um, it was all a, all a ruse. He actually did pay a lot of money in bottle service, tipping very well, and threw, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars at the dancers there that night. But, you know, some of his team, they had those as promo for his Vegas residency. Some of his team threw that, you know, Man, on the I stage. Was a, if I was a stripper, <laughs> I never thought I'd say that like that, but if I was a stripper, I'd be pissed <laughs> off at the end of the night having a like like pick up all the money have to and pull that out of like your actual like <laughs> totals of the, money the ush bucks and, and separate yeah, it from literally. the real bucks yeah um usher yeah, no. i mean shoot though like i mean just for doing that he was able to get so much publicity he probably has a new album coming or you know a new well yeah it's for his vegas <laughs> yeah it's for his residency so oh, okay yeah that's cool well good for him um that's great that he's able to get a residency you know, a lot of these artists are probably looking at ways to get back out there. And, you know, it's been very quiet, like from new music from all our hottest artists. Um, it's just because no one wants to put out music right now and not be able to go out and tour and, and make that money that they yeah, that's where they sure. make most of their money. So, um, yikes. OK, well, good for us. Sure. Um, well, why don't we get into our little mini main topic this week? Um you know, our it's 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 bachelor related. So why don't we why don't you kind of dive us into it, Veronica? Let's you have some thoughts, the, right? Let's set the scene. Let's, set, it, let's so, set the stage. The scene that we, you know, first are setting is that we've seen, you know, as us normal people, first thing we see is, you know, some photos of Rachel Kirkconnell and Matt James walking around NYC together. And then we start to learn more because of reality, Steve, and other things. So, you know, first things that we learn is that we're like, okay, Rachel was flown into New York City by Matt to visit and catch up, whatever, Um, which, you know, I guess from her sources, from her side, she thought maybe they would be able to reconcile their relationship, potentially get back together. You know, how he had left it at after the final rose was that, you know, he didn't see them getting back together anytime soon, but didn't see her as being like, you know, irredeemable as a person, but, you know, was just not in the place to be able to be, you know, in a relationship with her when she still has, you know, her own growing, learning, whatever right. to do. Well, the plot thickens because um, this other woman named, named, she has a name. I just saw it. Why can't I read? Doesn't matter. <laughs> She's not um, on The Bachelor. I think it matters. But well, if it matters. Gra- uh, Grace something. Grace Ammerling. Okay. There we go. Grace Ammerling had, you know, then I guess went live on Instagram or whatever with Reality Steve and talked about how he had been talking to her. They had been like hanging out, hooking up, and he had just invited her for like later that weekend or whatever to go down to Miami with him. And so that like spewed 
a whole thing. And so then Rachel found out about this because of, you know, reality Steve works, works hard um, and got all that information out there. She, I guess, supposedly confronted Matt about it. And now they're not really speaking. And like she left NYC. Um, but yeah. I mean, so, the way I look at this is, you know, Matt is, I mean, is just a guy that wants his cake and eat it too. You know, and 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 my my real question is, what's what's the problem here, V? What's the problem? I I personally, I personally think you know, Bachelor Nation is being maybe a little bit harder on Matt than they were on, let's say Colton, let's say Ari in Pete. Ari's situation, I let's mean, say uh, like Pilot Pete let's did this to Kelly, Pilot Pete, yeah, yeah, it's the same like, thing, like literally same deal, and so I think they're being a little bit harsher on Matt just because. He's the most whatever, just for maybe potentially racially inclined reasons. But um, I think I think, you know, he wasn't in a relationship with Rachel. They were both single. It depends on what he said to her when they met up. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would love to know, too, because it's like, did he you know, did he give her any reasoning to believe that they were going to get together like or. Like was from his side and from his sources, people are saying that he's like, we're just friends. You know, we just wanted to like reconnect, whatever. And then obviously he's been like hanging out, hooking up with this other girl. And I guess supposedly she might have even been a potential contestant on a season like she had been um, reached out to, I think, by ABC prior. So uh, definitely, you know, some gray areas there. But I feel like, you know. He's single. I understand Rachel's feelings being hurt. Like I obviously would, if I was going, if I was being flown in by somebody under the pretenses, like if he like, you know, bought your flight was like, Hey, you should come up and visit me in New York city. I'd be like, huh, man that I like was, you know, on national television going steady with cause not getting engaged. Like I would be like, Hmm, I would have some expectations. Like I would definitely be like, Oh, like I'm being asked to fly up. He's flying me there to stay with him to visit for some sort of amount of time. Like, so I understand her feelings and whatever. Like, I feel like he maybe was a little messy with it, messy but also for sure. like a little bit messy well, with let's, it because let's, like, start, let's, let's like take it from there then. Like what, what does a man do when he's dating multiple women and how does he keep it? Okay. Cause it's okay to date people. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think it's okay for anybody to be like if you are dating, like if you're in a fully like in a dating stage and you're dating around, like I think that's a normal thing to do. Um because that's kind of how you learn more about people. And then I think we've talked about plenty of times on the show that like you probably get to a period of time where you start to like weed it down if maybe you're dating multiple people at once and you maybe weed it down to whatever or you kind of figure out those things from there. I think where Matt maybe went wrong with this is, you know, he flew Rachel in. Her expectations were already set up. He also made he didn't seem phased by people taking their photos together when they were around, like walking around. That's what the different sources related to Rachel say. Like, you know, she thought they would have to be a little bit more low key out of the limelight because they're still figuring their stuff out. But she was all like, oh, he wasn't like trying to hide from the cameras or whatever which in maybe in his mind he was all like well because it's whatever like I don't think of it that way but whatever I don't know but like so that's he set up that situation and then texted this other girl to be like hey I'm gonna be down in Miami you should come down like I'll fly you down to Miami or whatever like my thing is like don't bug like don't like so closely book if that's what you're gonna be doing especially if you're like gonna be so public with the girl who technically won your show. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean, if you know, if you're like two time and like the, the whole thing is to like stay low key. Right. I mean, yeah, uh, the, 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 you're, you're dating multiple people. There's a, there's a balance of not wanting to hurt other people's feelings or to be able to say what is actually happening. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with like a guy being like, look, like, I think I'm starting to like you, but I've, I've been dating you know, this person, this is kind of what mm-hmm. I'm at, um, you know, 
with all those things like as ground rules like you know at that point it's really on the guy to kind of like narrow it down as he's like still continuing to hang out with people and stuff and and yeah i mean if he's just like trying to fly on a weekend here and there and just get like whatever he wants like yeah he's definitely being messy about it but where does like reality steve actually come into this like why does he why is he so like happy about this like i mean reality steve loves mess i mean that's like his literally his bread and butter so and he's always the first one to break any of this kind of news and whatever in general so he got those paparazzi photos and then he got to the bottom of it and stuff like that. And I just think he, you know, and then of course I'm sure this grace girl wanted, you know, a little bit of her, like wanted, wanted to get her shit out there and be like, yo, he invited me to Miami. And so I'm sure it wasn't hard for reality. Steve, like I'm sure she may have even reached out to him, whatever. And was like, Hey, like, I actually, like, this is crazy that he's hanging out with Rachel right now, like, and all this is happening because he just invited me to Miami, and, like, this is reality, Steve, like, mm, See, yes. The, the problem I have here is, like, they're just, like, normal, they can just be normal people about it, but yet, like, they're having to reach out to a fourth party to, like, explain themselves or just to, like, you know... I don't know. That's that's weird to me. Like, I just feel like, why can't she just call him out and just call him up? It's it's all about their like front facing, you know, online, uh, what they look like online and stuff that everyone's like so worried about. I feel like. Yeah. So it says here in this article that Grace said that she made contact with with Rachel, um, but you know, and so she like I think she did talk to her I don't know if it was before or after the reality Steve stuff I'm guessing I don't know I'm guessing after but or I don't know but I guess like you know Rachel is really ready to like try to be all in with Matt and obviously he broke her trust by this situation and I guess how Grace framed it is that you know she had been doing like an on and off thing very casual relationship with Matt and then she felt like he texted her uh, seemingly out of the blue um, you know, right before the p- photos were released of Rachel being like, oh, hey, let's go down to Miami, that whole situation, which she declined. She wasn't even going to go. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so definitely, definitely a, a sticky situation. And I do feel like Rachel is the, the victim in this situation, in this situation. I mean, she still has her stuff too to work on I mean whatever but I feel like yeah I feel like if you're someone like Matt you can't like if there were anybody else like if it was a normal person you you would just have to be careful like I know plenty of people like I've definitely been in situations where I've been like dating around and like I would be dating like two people ish at once and like you you just got to be careful (laughs) you just like don't were you like in these pickles like I feel like I usually like tend to like it's usually earlier on in dating scenarios, so I think it's like easy to assume that the other parties are either looking or talking to other people as well. Uh, so I feel like usually that makes it easier, but it's like, oh, okay, I'm free this time. Like you just kind of like have to balance when you hang out with them. And then obviously like you're not like on your phone texting the other person while you're with that the like one of the the other people like I don't know like you don't you don't text the the other person like to uh-huh. like hey let's hang out uh-huh. let's hang keep, out keep going what else before- you got yeah. No, hey, see, let's go to Miami as as you know you're inviting as you're flying somebody yeah, else up like that's just not messy territory for sure. Um, yeah, it's just where you gotta like you gotta plan those flights, stagger those flights a little bit, Matt. Well, just stagger Veronica, those flights a little. When you were dating multiple people, like at what point, like like where did it get hard? Like, what's the hard point? I think the hard point is usually like I don't know. I feel like I always usually like was able to develop a closer bond with somebody. Like probably like after a month or so, if you're like going on consistent dates or like it kind of also depends on like how many dates you're going on with each individual person. Like if I I feel like if I was like being able to spend more time with like one person over the other and like I could feel that I wasn't even going to try to keep putting in the effort to make time with the other person, then, you know, I was able to just put that aside. I feel like for me, I'm always like balancing who I like better, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But 
I feel like, yeah, it gets hard. It gets hard if you maybe like them equally for different reasons. I feel like, I don't know if I, I'm trying to think if I've experienced that specifically, but I know I've had friends that have experienced that where then, you know, you're comparing apples and oranges. So it's like kind of hard. That's when you're like, okay, well, I want to like kind of ride this out a little bit longer to figure out where I'm at. But then you kind of have to get to a point of how much longer can I go on with this without like coming clean to either both parties or whatever to be like, hey, like I'm still like sort of seeing somebody, et cetera, or I'm trying to see where this goes and like, et cetera, things along those lines. So that's how you that's how you break it down to the other party. That's a, um, that's a conversation. I, I'm trying to think like the one time. I had like somebody once confess like uh, strong feelings for me very early into us dating and I was still fully like talking to other people mm-hmm. and I, you know, was taken aback by the, that strong feelings and I said, you know, whatever, I was very appreciative of them and I said that but I said that I wasn't at that point yet and I made it clear to them that I still was like sort of had some other people that I was still sort of talking to, but whatever, like I, I, I was very much more elegant with it in the situation, but was able to be like, Hey, I really like, I really appreciate you being honest and vulnerable with me. I don't think I'm there yet with us. I'm currently still like talking to this or that people, but I really have been enjoying spending my time with you a lot. And I want to keep spending time with you to see if my feelings will develop to where yours are at, um, et cetera. So, and then I did end up dating that person for a while, but yeah, you know, I think it just sucks to have to like break someone's heart. Like when you don't like really even want to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just kind of like we're at this point and you have to like, I don't know, pick one or the other. And if you're like a good person, you don't keep it going on for like too long. Right. No, of course not, because then that's not fair, because then you're definitely leading at least one or if not, you know, multiple people on. And I don't think that's, you know, the right way to do things, even if, you know, maybe it's nice feeding your ego or your self-esteem to like have, you know, somebody be into that much. But if you're not, you know, if you don't feel the same way, I don't think that's very fair to them. Um, well, um, where does this leave it off? Like, it's just kind of like, I I heard Matt's just trying to spin like a bunch of stuff. So he looks good. That's what I've been hearing. I mean, I don't really know what Matt, I mean, Matt has also like been trying to like do all this other like community work and, uh, you know, he's like getting into like the Bitcoin space and everything right now. So I don't really know like how much he's doing per se to like really work with the media spin and I think you know because I feel like I haven't heard like any specific anything from him where we've heard from like sources from Rachel and we've heard from Grace so I don't know I think it just leaves Rachel's trust is broken I don't think I think she's really hurt by it so I don't think she'll be getting back together with Matt at any point yeah, should just end that Matt just needs to go and do his thing for a while. He doesn't look like he wants to be in a relationship at all. That's the crazy part. I mean, yeah, exactly. I think he's, I think he's like in his bag right now and he's just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, that's um, the best way to put it. He's in his bag right now. I just got off like the hottest show on TV and I'm single, got my hands clean. Um, and, you know, this is the only stuff that's really making it messy. So stop messing with like, you know how many beautiful girls are out there? Like, do you have to like, especially with, in New York City? Like, know, come on. You have to mess with like, like, I just don't get people sometimes, but whatever. Teach their own. Um, any other bachelor news this week? Yeah. So it looks like, you know, I mean, we saw this before when they were in California, but it looks like they really are. Claire and Dale are back at it. They're together fully. Before, like, the stuff in California looked, like, a little bit more friendly, but now they're fully walking around New York City holding hands. It almost looked like at one point, like, they posted flirty content of, like, um, Dale helping Claire take out her extensions. Um, But it it almost looked at at some point that they were, like, looking at apartments together, which that would be be crazy because I don't – I didn't think that – Claire would move away from, you know, her dad and stuff in California, but maybe who's to say, but none of that is confirmed. I mean, I think, uh, when it comes to Claire and Dale, 
there's so much pressure after that show. So much pressure. The media is on oh, you. Of course, yeah. You know, everybody's watching every move. You can't get in one fight without people being like, they're breaking up. And, you know. Well, especially with them because, like, you know, she threw the whole show for, for Dale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so. that's, I mean, she, she, she deserved to kind of go through the mud a little bit, I feel like, because, you know, she was, she, I don't know. I didn't like the way she did that whole, that her whole process of the show. Not saying that her and Dale don't deserve to be happy together, but, um, but yeah, so, well, good for them. Uh, we'll see what happens and develops. Well, why don't we get mm. into something I'd like to call Slacker of the Week. This song slaps. <laughs> Our Slapper of the Week is Kiss Me More by Doja Cat featuring SZA. This song came out. It's a out great song. This, this past weekend. I listened to it probably a thousand times on repeat. That you did. You did. <laughs> Kept trying to play it in your car. <laughs> You're like, all right, no, no, have you it did. queued up. But um, if you haven't heard it, it's just a, like a really fun bop. I don't know. Um, out of all the songs I was listening to, that was just the one that it just makes me feel happy. And who wouldn't want to get kiss, kissed more, you know? Who? Yeah, who wouldn't, honestly? Kiss me more. Would love. I, it, I mean, and this is like the slutty, the slutty summer. It's like what the New York Times was saying is that, you know, people are getting vaccinated. People are the whole like meme that was going around, like I'm vaxxed and I'm waxed and like I'm ready to roll like hot girl summer. So I people people want to be kissing more. You know, people want to be kissing more. <laughs> I never stopped wanting to kiss more, but um you know, I think Doja Cat is is one of those artists that is starting to come out and make a, you know, like last week we were talking about Shorty or whatever her name is and um, or Sweetie. 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 And, um, you know, I, I think like this is what I'm talking about when an artist just is coming like to me. I've, I've now liked two Doja Cat songs, if not three, actually. And of course, I love SZA, but. You know, this is kind of like what I'm talking about of like an artist really getting out there and, and, and making these songs that can cross over to any type of person. Like when they made this song, I don't know if they necessarily were thinking about like a person like me being like, you know, listening to it 20 times in a row, like nonstop, like, you know, and it's just so good. Like that almost was the song I covered this weekend. Um, <laughs> but I just um, I didn't know. It just kind of didn't feel right as I started playing. it. I'm like, this one doesn't um sound right for me but um but yeah so check it out another song we threw on the uh, future bachelor podcast playlist um hold us to this playlist guys you know like follow us on the playlist on spotify and um because we want to keep that updated uh you know but without having to play the song on the show it's just kind of like now i'm like all right now i gotta pick songs that we guess we just gotta talk about you know so yeah I mean, we'll see what happens with Doja Cat. SZA probably going to be dropping new music here hopefully soon. And, TBT um, to when SZA thought she wasn't going to ever be able to sing again. Yeah. I mean, she was talking about retirement and all that stuff. but Well, no, like she literally had like a whole like stuff that happens like with like her vocal cords. Like she literally thought she wasn't going to be able to sing again. Yeah. Everyone I feel like goes through that. Have you ever seen um, Pitch Perfect where they're like, guys, I have yes, nodes. The nodes. <laughs> Everyone's like, <gasps> Like, well, it was like this. Wait. No! Not notes! Not the notes! <laughs> what is it? She's like, what's notes? Too Anyways, funny. um, yeah, uh, well, you know, uh, I don't know. This is, this is, this is really interesting to just, like, be flying through the show without music, but this is what we're doing, guys. Uh, Veronica, what do you got for a shout out? I've got a couple of birthday shout outs. It was my aunt's birthday, Auntie Barb's birthday. Love Auntie um, Barb. Yes, we love her here. Um, so she was in Arizona celebrating. So that was fun for her. Um, and then I wanted to shout out our guy, Zach Sims. Remember when we used to shout out, like, shout out to Sims All the every time. week? <laughs> shout out to Sims. Shout out to Sims. Happy birthday. Yeah, no, I mean, it's 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 been it's he's been, also speaking of weirdly he's in arizona he lives there now so oh, hell yeah um i miss him so much uh you know i i do work with him at the company we work with him at the company and i get to see him once in a while like on video sometimes in a meeting and stuff but he's doing it man he's like he's been training and running and getting you know doing what he does yeah. so good for him happy or what are we shouting him out for it's his birthday oh shit happy birthday okay <laughs> I haven't been online too much today, so um, 
uh, I'm dealing with. I always remember his birthday because it's the 13th and he's an Aries. So yeah, I mean, we talked it's, about just, a, it's an April, another April birthday for me to remember. Before the show, we talked about a little bit of um, I sprained my ankle yesterday, like pretty bad. So I've just been kind of like out of commission. Um, this show is like you should have seen me hopping around here trying to get this all set up with just one foot. You saw me just a little yeah. bit. Like you saw how hard it was for me to turn off the air conditioning, you know, to set up this whole show with one foot. Um, you should really like try to get some like little air cast or something for it because otherwise you're going to be screwed. Yeah, I've been wrapping it and putting ice on it. But um, I got a couple shout outs. I wanted to shout out uh, my friend Nate who came to visit from my um, my hometown. So, <laughs> Nate, uh, you know, he got to spend like about a week here. I cut his hair. We went out. You got to meet him. And, yeah. um, you know, we did a late night uh, partying. You know, we got a lot of noise complaints this weekend at everywhere we went. You know that, right? Well, I mean, I knew the ones at Zach's, but yeah. You you were there at the ones where the cops came to, <laughs> to Andy's. To I was not the- there for that. I did not go to Andy's. Oh, you didn't? When did you no. leave? Oh, well, that was like four in the morning. So, um, yeah, no, I literally, I literally, when everybody was leaving to go to Andy's, I left with... Lexa, because she had left her phone at Knips, so we went back to Knips together. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, no, we got there, and we are just bumping music and being ratchet, so, um, you know, it's not much that... I mean, what is your protocol if your neighbors are are making noise at 4 a.m.? Do you call the cops, or do you go next door? Uh, I mean, if they were really loud, and, like, if I would bang... I feel like I'm a wall banger type, Mm -hmm. and if they don't listen to that, then I would call the cops, probably. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so want a shot to Nate uh, for coming and getting to hang out with us, and then also I want a shot my for my friend Adam Parker. Um, you know, he came over and jammed with me on Friday before. Yeah, and he let you use the guitar for your video yeah, of the yeah, song the that opened our show. Yeah, his guitar is so nice. So um, he, he left that there because we ended up going out afterwards, and I took advantage of it the next day. So shout out to you, dude. <laughs> Well, um, V, anybody, anything happening in breaking news that we can see right off the bat? I don't know. You know, just for good measure. I feel like something happens, right? Like when we post this show always. But I mean, um, nothing besides, you know, the continual police brutality in this country. Um, but yeah, that, that, uh, what was it? That, um, black guy getting ripped out of his car and pepper sprayed and stuff like that. He was into... I think he was some type of colonel or something like that. He, he was, was a lieutenant, lieutenant in the army. And he was like um, in and, his uniform and, and his cop was straight up not giving a shit. Like I just and I you could tell like the other cop is like, dude, just 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 get out of the car so this guy stops freaking out on you. Like and, and it sucks. Like I, I watched the whole that whole video and um it's kind of like a it's it's very interesting like um dynamic going on there because uh you know, I, I just I don't understand why, you know, I just feel like there's a way for a, a, a cop already. You have everything going your way. Like you have a gun and you know, all that stuff. You're the one screaming. Someone's just got their hands up. Um, you know, I know I understand it can be scary for a cop to walk up on a car, but this just, just seemed like totally out of line and stuff. Um, and you know, they cops- treated it as a high risk stop when it was supposedly just for what they said was a missing tag, though. Technically, it was a brand new SUV and it had the temporary tag in the back that you can fully see in one of the body cam videos. Yes. So, so that's one of them. Um, but and then, like you know, you know, of- miles from where George uh, where uh, Officer Traven is on trial for the, you know, murder of George Floyd. There was a 20 year old um, Dante Wright who was shot and killed when the officer was supposedly trying to pull a taser on him for a traffic stop for an air freshener. Yeah. I so. mean, oh, man, this is, this is uh not good, not good at all. Um, you know, when will it stop? I don't know. I, I don't know. A system has to completely be torn down and rebuilt is what is when it will stop that system. Um, but yeah. Um, so the Met Gala is happening this year, which that's usually the first uh, Monday of May, I believe. Um, so I guess it'll be taking it place in two parts. So the first part will happen this fall, September 13th, and then the second will be May 5th on, of 2022. So that will be um, 
you know, kind of back to where it's at, but it will be the first exhibit will be in America, a lexicon of fashion. And then um, I think the second one will be an anthology of fashion. So it'll be interesting to see how they do that with, um, you know, maybe with masks, if that's still a thing in September or, uh, you know, if people have to like show their vaccination cards or what that's going to look like or if they're literally splitting it up so it's less people per per gala. I don't know. Well, I'm also reading this stuff that Little Nas X is saying that like his like hit single Montero, "Call Me by Your which Name," which I love. I do too. Um, not so much the video, but um, the song is. I love the video. Well, I have never seen the video, but um, I know of the video. I'm not really interested in seeing it, but um, the song is good. <laughs> I like the song. Um, no hate on whatever he's doing in it and stuff. It's just not my. My, my bag so uh he's saying that he is uh getting his song taken off of the streaming platform so um yep i saw that too yeah so i mean it's very interesting if they do pull his stuff because of this controversy you know he had you know released some pair of like nikes and stuff with like human blood apparently into design and nike's been going after him and 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 stuff but you know a lot of this stuff is also just marketing to get more eyes and people on this you know on the music and on the merchandise and stuff so um that'll be interesting to see if it actually gets pulled off um but yeah so that's all i'm really seeing here that's that's really popping up for me um well v do you got anything you got going on uh for the towards the weekend um we're having a little girls night here doing some wine and cheese this, this week nice. um then i'm getting my hair cut you know big exciting things how you getting cut? uh huh how you getting cut i don't know yet i might kind of uh might kind of let my girl just add layers or shape it up how she sees fit yeah it's getting very now long see i'm in now the process right now of like growing out my hair and now i just can't touch my hair for like two three months so it's going to be very, very frustrating. I understand that process of trying to grow it out. So um, I, Pop biotin. Get biotin, like the supplement biotin. It helps your hair grow faster. Really? Um, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I just – my hair grows pretty fast anyways. It's just like I get very fr- – Well, it's also just good for your hair, skin, and nails in general. It's okay. a good supplement to take. Um, I just like – I shave my beard like once a week. And then when I'm – as I'm doing that, I'm like, oh, my God, the top of my head. Like I should just keep going. And then it turns into this thing where like I just end up like shaving all my head off. And so I just need to like <laughs> grow this out for a couple months and just not touch it because I really do want to get back to shaggy sigh, you know. But we'll see what shaggy happens. Shaggy sigh. <laughs> Well, guys, um, this is going to be a show. I need to rest up here, um, get this foot back to normal for the weekend. And um, But, yeah, uh, I hope you guys enjoy the show. Next week will be episode 160. That's pretty exciting. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, the, the world is um, not going too crazy, which probably will be. Um, so we'll be here to report on it next week. Guys, we love you so much. You know what it is. It's been Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we love you. See you next week. All right. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.